0: You don't necessarily need to be an amazing grappler to be a great MMA fighter. Sometimes just having good takedown defense is enough. But one thing you're definitely going to need if you want to avoid being that tough guy on YouTube who thinks he can take on a room full of BJJ guys just because he's jacked is submission defense. Chances are at some point the fight is going to hit the mat. And if you don't know your hip escapes from your underhooks, you might get all too familiar with that expression of combat known worldwide. The more fights you have, especially against high-level grapplers, the more likely you are to eventually run into someone who's going to put the squeeze on you. But here's a bunch of fighters that that despite being in some horrible positions or fighting some of the best grapplers of their time, no one could get them to tap. Have you uh, gone to sleep many times? Never. No once, never, yeah. I'm Bailey from MMA On Point. A big thank you to our Hall of Famers. Thank you for always supporting the content. You are awesome. And these are 10 MMA fighters who were impossible to submit. Also, I better say before we start these are all guys who fought against high level submission artists during their careers and all had those impossible to escape scenarios but still managed to get out of the submissions against multiple people. There aren't any high level grapplers on this list just like Damian Meyer or Gilbert Burns because although they are definitely impossible to submit, No one ever really tried. They didn't have those crazy escape moments. Everyone on this list has to actually have proved their submission defense in the face of MMA's grappling elite. So, let's go. Number 10, Wonderboy Thompson. Steven's probably the only pure striker that's on this list, which just goes to show that spending all that time with Chris Weidman actually probably paid off. I mean, if you can't beat him on the feet and you can't submit him, then you're more than likely in for some kind of blood sport situation, aren't you? His resilience was first on display when Matt Brown tried to top triangle him and finish him in their fight. Of course, if you watched his epic title fights with Woodley, you'll know that after he got rocked to all hell and somehow didn't go unconscious, Tyron grabbed his neck and tried to pop his head. Oh, man, that is so tight. He's going to tap. Incredible. He's surviving here. Unbelievable that Steven managed to get out of it. We all thought we're about to see another Vincent Marvin situation. What oh, the fuck's happening the house, oh man? He avoided the deadly subs of Luke 8, but I mean, okay, that never hit the map. But Gilbert Burns held him down for seven minutes, and Wonder Boy was able to stay out of everything dangerous from the Moon Mundial's champion. Even Belal tried to come him, but he had no chance because the Wonder Boy is basically always going to get back up and try and punch you in the face. <laughs> Number 9, Nick Diaz. Of course, both Diaz brothers are known for their cardio and boxing style, but their bread and butter has always been their jujitsu. jitsu Now, Nate has been submitted before. Hermes Franca tapped him in the WEC. Nick, on the other hand, though, managed to go for his 40-fight career without ever tapping once. And he fought some pretty dangerous submission guys from the very start, like Chris Lytle in his second-ever fight, where Lights Out tried a few sneaky subs. He already had like six of his nine wins come by submissions as well. He tried to guillotine him, triangle him, ankle lock him, all sorts. He then went and fought the dangerous. Carl Parisian pretty early in his UFC career and he had to avoid even more submissions from the judo expert. Of course, his scramble fest with Diego Sanchez was pretty mental as well with plenty of attempts from both guys. Clayton Tebow was a big strong guy and he was on a free fight submission streak when he fought Nick and he tried to muscle him in a nasty Kimura but he still didn't tap and he fought plenty of other good grapplers that put him in compromising positions like BJ Penn, George St-Pierre but despite having dominant positions neither could get anything meaningful going because Nick Diaz is just that good. Number eight. Shinya Aoki. Well, obviously, you'd expect the master of flying submissions to have great sub defense. If he's become sick at the flying stuff, you know he's already got the regular shit down. Unlike Gilbert Burns, who no one ever attempted to sub in his UFC career, and Damian Meyer, who only really Jason McDonald tried to sub right at the start and found out the hard way that that was a bad idea, plenty of people did actually lock on submissions against Aoki, and he got out of all of them, including when he fought Judo Olympic silver medalist Jun Boo, who slapped on two very tight armbars. Wow that's, wow, that's tight too. Wow. Or one of his nemesis, the Norwegian Joaquin Hansen, who seemed determined to tap him in their rubber match. Even old Antonio McKee tried to slip him a sneaky gear team when he made the trip to Japan. How about the guy who managed to arm triangle and end the streak of the pride lightweight champ, Takanori Gomi? Yeah, Marcus Aurelio. He even tried to strap on an armbar, but Aoki just proved too slick. Rich Clemente and Satoru Kitaoka both tried to muscle something onto Aoki, but the backer survivor lived up to his name and worked his way out. Probably most impressive, though, is that even at 39 years, years old when he went against one of the hottest BJJ prospects, Cade Ruitolo, in one championship grappling and managed to get out of all of his subs as well. What kind of sorcery is that? What is he doing? In Shinya Aoki's 52 fight MMA career, he is 31 and 0 for submissions. Now that is a seriously impressive stat and he definitely deserves a spot on this list. Number seven, Diego Sanchez. In almost every literal sense, Diego throws himself into the fire in every MMA fight he's had. He's going Charlie's Angels full throttle, power, double legging you, and relentlessly trying to punch you in the face. What's probably most impressive about the fact that Diego has never been submitted in his 44 fight career is that he's almost always trying to get the fight to the mat. Doesn't matter how good you are or who you've strangled in the past. He was a nightmare in top position. When you're sticking your head into your opponent to take him down, you think the gear team would be there, but it just never was. I mean, what about that time he literally John Wooed out of machine? stranglehold he ran through a who's who of submission experts and he squished them all like he was making homemade smash burgers he out takedown and nullified carol parisian beat up and out muscled kenny florian he also somehow rolled around with nick diaz for 15 minutes and didn't get submitted i mean paulo Thiago, who just got sub of the night over mike swick tried four times and couldn't get him not even the much bigger michael chiesa could get it done sanchez is forever a dog in the octagon and despite an up and down career he has never been made to tap number six habib namaga Madoff. First of all, if you know anything about the Eagle and his grappling, sambo and wrestling pedigree, you'd have to be pretty crazy to try and submit this guy in the first place, right? I'd say he's widely regarded as the best offensive grappler in the history of the sport, and he proved that time and time again, never ever finding an equal on the mat when it came to controlling his opposition. And I'll say yes, okay, I should probably mention that Gleason Tibau did actually take him down. But even in something like the Hafiel Dos Anjos fight, RDA is a guy with a BJJ black belt and 11 submissions in his MMA career at that point. But any attempt he made to even set up the threat of a submission was just immediately shut down. And I know a guy like Michael Johnson doesn't have the best sub offense, but Habib shakes off his guillotines like they are next. Neck- massages it doesn't matter how deep they seem to be and i mean obviously the big one dustin Poirier, who sat for a guillotine in their title fight that thing was also apparently pretty much locked in only one thing it was very close this is guillotine it was very good guillotine if you can't stop his wrestling and can't submit him then well i guess you pretty much screwed fighting habib he probably should be higher up this list but well he didn't have to actually defend that many submissions did he Number five, Demetrius Johnson. Here's a man widely regarded as one of the goats in MMA. Now, DJ was a little undersized when he started his career because he was fighting at bantamweight, but even then, many people tried but couldn't tap the mouse. When he fought Miguel Torres, the black belt under Faraz Sahabi, who had 19 wins by submission, he tried to reverse triangle him, kumura him, leg lock him. It was basically a non-stop submission assault, and Demetrius found his way out of all of them. Against Cruz for the title, Dom isn't known for his submissions, okay? but he was much bigger than DJ. He fully flattened him out, even got palm to palm on a choke, but still couldn't finish him. It's no secret those guys down at Alpha Male have some of the best guillotines in MMA. In fact, Joe Benavidez already had four when he fully locked in his patented mount guillotine on dj but again somehow he survived and of course you'll probably remember that fight with tim elliott where the monkey king showed up with his funky style had a guillotine deeper than the pacific rim trench locked it in but the mouse once again cheesed his way out of it and i mean if you needed any more proof of how well-rounded the flyweight goat is i mean there you go number four frankie edgar There's a reason they call Frankie the answer, okay? I mean, never was that more clear in his UFC debut. He fought a much thicker Tyson Griffin, who tried to submit him in every single round. And never did it look like Frankie was more close to tapping than with that knee bar he put on him in the closing seconds. Edgar's game plan pretty much always involved taking you down as well, so he for sure needed to have good submission defense, and after 29, yes, 29 UFC fights, some people got close but no one could make him tap. I already mentioned Hermes Franca, well he almost tapped the Frankster with the same armbar that finished Nate Diaz. What about when Benson up-kicked him, and thought he'd snatch a guillotine but Frankie was somehow conscious enough to get out of it? He also tried twice more after that in that fight. Henderson's guillotine was elite, okay? He was the only one to make cowboy tap in 54 fights with that thing and well Jim Miller now but that was literally Cowboys retirement fight he also rolled around with freaking Charles Oliveira for 15 minutes and got stuck in a guillotine in that one but still didn't tap even Yair and chiso tried I mean Frankie may have been finished towards the end of his UFC run but he still never tapped number three Chris Lytle A UFC veteran now turned BKFC commentator, Lights Out Chris often, mate, doesn't get the recognition he deserves for some of the fight of the night and submissions of the night that he turned in. But as good as his sub-offense was, his defense was just as bloody good because after 54 pro fights in all kinds of promotions across the world, he was never submitted. He had a great battle against a guy who's used to submitting giant people, Minowa Man, and managed to slip out of all of his attacks. He's another guy who sat in Nick Diaz's guard for 15 minutes and also somehow avoided tapping, even when it looked like it was a sure thing locked in. Carl Parisian tried to pull his leg off. Joe Riggs tried to omoplater him. Matt Hughes, freaking Matt Hughes, had three sub-attempts on Chris, including the GSP killer armbar, but lights out, got out of all of them. For the rest of his UFC career, many tried, but none succeeded. He also got three submissions of the night himself. Number two, Sean Shirk. I think we have to give a little props to the people on this list once again, whose game plan actually involves taking you down, sitting in your garden, trying to turn you into guacamole. And granted, you know, the muscle shark did pop for steroids, but he made a career out of beating up guys from top position, and in that career of 41 fights of takedowns and ground-a-pound, and he was never submitted, and a bunch of people tried. He was 19-0 when he joined the UFC, including two fights with Carl Parisian, which had great submission defense, although that doesn't exist anymore on the internet. Early on in his UFC career, he took down Jutaro Nakao seven times and controlled him. That dude had 10 of his 12 wins by submission but Sean didn't even give him a chance. In his loss to Matt Hughes, he was outmuscled everywhere like most people, but he didn't succumb to the submission attempt either. He also again managed to outgrapple Nick Diaz and avoid a bunch of stuff, including a Hail Mary guillotine that was close. He also refused to be part of Kenny Florian's submission streak who put him in several guillotines and a nasty armbar. And don't get me started on the amount of horrible submissions he got out of against Hermes Franca guillotine after Guillotine after guillotine. Even in his last ever UFC fight against the undefeated Evan Dunham, who had more than half of his wins come by submission, he tried seven times to tap Sean, but that goddamn street shark just would not give up. Number one, Alexander Volkanovsky. At this point, I feel like Fat Volk could probably be another undiscovered legendary heavyweight fighter. He was a front rower in rugby, which meant he had to get right in there in the scrum, basically dealing with giant people trying to squish and push him down. So it's not surprising really when he dropped almost 100 pounds and was now dealing with guys half the size that most people couldn't get anywhere close to submitting him. From his UFC debut, he fought Yasuki Kasuya a guy whose eight of nine victories came by submission and that basically led to his downfall when he realized he wasn't going to tap Alex. Fun fact, Volk is also a national gold medalist in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well as wrestling. I mean, Darren Elkins could barely take him down, even on a six-fight win streak. Chad Mendes did, after three takedowns, but only had 45 seconds of control time. People couldn't even get him to the floor, let alone set up submissions. Brian Ortega, one of the most credentialed MMA Jiu-Jitsu guys ever, locked in two of the nastiest submissions a black belt could strap on you. Everyone thought he was done, but he showed unbelievable resilience, being the only man basically ever to not tap to City's triangle. Then, of course, Islam Makhachev, a guy with six subs in the UFC, who ran through people and the entire division, choked out Charles Oliveira, attacked Alex's neck over and over, and couldn't even come close. Alex has fought the best grapplers in the world. They've had positions on him. They've strapped on their best submissions, but no one could make him tap. So, what do I do? Do I give up? Do I accept defeat? No, that's never. That's not my. That's not the way I'm going to go about it. I never do. So, my advice. Don't even try. It. Just just don't even try. It well we couldn't do a list about submissions without getting Max Randall to edit it could we thank god he's back from vacation cheers Maximus thank you very much glad to have you back you guys should all do him a favour and go check out his twitter at Max underscore Randall hey all to the MMA on Point Channel champions as well you guys make this kind of content possible thank you so much if you do sign up and join us down below by hitting the button you'll get podcast episodes you'll get access to the writers meeting and you can get a shout out and some appreciation so thank you who in your opinion is the best at escaping submissions then guys come on let us know. I mean, there's a lot of good Graptors on this list. A lot of crazy stuff you just witnessed. Do you have a favorite one? Has to be Diego jumping off that cage. That's not a Josh Fabian move right there, I'm telling you. A like is always appreciated if you enjoyed the video. Helps us out a lot. And click subscribe if you want to subscribe and see more of our content. I've been Bailey, and cheers, guys. Have a good day.